Hey, welcome back to Pigeonhole Hockey. This is Chris and today's co-host, Steve. How's it going, hockey fans? And you know us, we're just a couple of goalies that have taken one too many pucks to the head and do not claim to be hockey experts, but simply overzealous hockey fans that love to watch, play, and read about and talk about hockey. Uh, we mostly cover the NHL, but we'll also discuss other happenings around the hockey world, so be sure to subscribe to this channel and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to let us know what you think. Also, be sure to comment and share any hockey news, highlights, or videos we should cover in an upcoming podcast. Steve, we wanted to start this podcast on more of a sad note here. Um, I know it's definitely a big news in uh, the Arizona hockey world and around the hockey world here, but it really hits home there in Arizona. So did you want to talk about it? Yeah, so Leighton Accardo uh, just passed away from cancer. Um you know, she dropped the puck last year for Hockey Fights Cancer here in Arizona, and she just passed away. So um, it's always a huge blow to the community when things like this happen because you're always pulling for, you know, any victim of cancer, let alone a kid to pull through. But it's so much harder when it's a young kid. She loved the sport of hockey. Uh, the Coyotes yesterday uh, did a little street hockey game and things in her honor which is awesome. But yeah, so um, tap of the sticks to Leighton um, really sucks. But, um, you know, our condolences to her family, you know, and anybody that knew her well, um, you know, it, it just stinks, man. So that's all I can really say about that, especially right before Thanksgiving and Christmas holidays, right? So Yeah, she's so young, man. What was she, nine years old? Yeah, she was that's young, right. And battling, and, and battling cancer and things looked on the up and up. Like I think it was two months ago in December. There was a, two or three months ago. There's a podcast that hey, you know, you know she'd been battling things. Things looked to be positive, and you know hadn't seen anything since. And then we just got this announcement. So you know, obviously things took a major turn for the worse. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that's horrible, man. And it, that's the one thing cancer doesn't care, and that's. <sighs> It's always rough to hear when when a life so young is is taken by anything, including cancer. And yeah. well, yeah. my mom's fighting cancer for the second time, so it's one of the causes that I, you know, and also heart disease. My wife's dedicated her whole life towards uh, research and heart disease. So those are two things that I really look to support charity wise. So anybody who wants to donate to um, you know children's cancer societies or anything, it would be greatly appreciated. And yeah, y'all, we'll put that link in description for this podcast on our on our Simplecast site. So take a look for that and definitely make sure you donate. You know, grips with you. The only thing you can do is just keep honoring her. Um, yes. Keep playing a game, think about her. And, you know, just hope for the best that family, you know, can remember and hold on to the, the, the good memories, not the suffering ones, right? So, um, and on another note, too, uh, Another like sorry we're starting off in such somber notes everybody but it's part of life right Johnny Boychuk yeah. eye injury done for the rest of his career yeah um that just stinks because that you know okay he was a former Boston Bruin again you know Habs Bruins rivalry but you love it he's a class act player um you know uh, Brendan Gallagher had his finger busted after he tried to block one of his shots and Boychuk skated on over you know and checked on him and you know you know classy got to do stuff like that right so you know big physical player but always seemed to be good with the fans uh great teammate hard shot good good solid defenseman so huge loss for 
Um, him career-wise, but then on top of that, the, the Islanders now lost a top 4D man in this process, too. So um, this is why we advocate for advisors and different things, too. Like, I'm not blaming him. Not one bit, everybody. Please, before people jump on, sometimes a little bit more protection can prevent, you know, injuries like this. And some of them are freak, but I've always yeah. been the advocate of, hey, protect your protect your eyes, protect your head. You really need those. You know, we we got a jog strap invented pretty quick uh, <laughs> yeah. before we had helmets, everybody. And that tells you how guys think. And we're not always the sharpest knives in the drawer. So um, we are not the most colorful tools in the shed or the <laughs> sharpest tools in the crayon box. So, yeah. So. So anyway, uh, and, and honestly, I just wanted to make one more thing out there. I mean, again, and and, and sad hockey news here. Uh, if, if you guys can help out, uh, Brian Page Jr. out of the, I think it's the Junior Flyers. There, he also suffered a massive injury in a game a week ago. He received, he got actually a spinal injury, a severe spinal injury, and is fighting for his life currently. Uh, he's a 17-year-old senior out of Caesar Rodney High School. If you guys can find the stuff, maybe try to support him where you can there. Um, financially, you know, I, I, I'm sure his teammates, his friends and his family would, and him himself would would surely appreciate that. So, um, you know, tragic hockey injury there. Reach out and help out where you can. Let's take care of our own and move from that to just a little bit more podcasty stuff. And um, But it shows kind of the world we're living in right now. It's it's COVID times and come out of these times better than, than we entered them if, if we can. But uh, I wanted to give a shout out to the Bangkok ice hockey. They're having their 2020, it looks like tournament there in uh, Bangkok, Thailand. You can all go out there, watch some highlights. I think it's the S I H C 2020. Give it a check on YouTube. Uh, they're having a tournament there in Bangkok, Thailand and uh, it seems like some pretty good hockey. And I know, Steve Mean, you wanted to talk about uh, a little bit of Wisconsin-Penn State hockey there and a little-known Habs prospect doing some, <laughs> doing some stuff. The, the man, Cole Caulfield, the one that everybody passed up in because of his size, that still, in, that, in this day and age in hockey, people are still worrying about like size. Like Danny Breer ever came to anything, man. Like, yeah, in, and Martin St. Louis just... What a pathetic career, right? Um, right? Like, who who knows these guys? Nobody. <laughs> but, you know, going back in the day, too, like Matt Snazlin, terrible hockey player for the Habs. So short, he just should have called a career before he even started. So Short guys, why are you even playing hockey? Yeah, so, yeah, so Cole Caulfield, you know, Habs, when he dropped in the draft and we had a chance to pick him up and he grabbed him, I was jumping. It's like, oh, you know, awesome we, we got a guy that can shoot the puck he's a playmaker and he's he's maturing you know so much more in his game right he didn't have a great showing at the uh, the last world junior tournament but that happens because it's yeah. more about gelling with your teammates because some guys just need that more and that's goal scorers it's what they do and guys that pass the puck but he's got a point in every one of his games had some beautiful assists and got the hat he had a few more points in the last game didn't he yeah got the hat man got the hat <laughs> And both both good good ripping shots. Like one, he made a good play to get in the middle of the ice and just ripped it low. Got it. The next one, another nice release shot. Uh, that one went top shelf. And then his last one was an empty net, but he stayed with the play to give himself that opportunity. But he's making things happen, and that's what you know. Um, that's what you need. Like this one thing about snipers, right? The kid's got a good shot. 
He's not scared to unload it. But when they can pass the puck as well and they have that to their game, and, you know, and I'll point out, like, you know, small guys like Clayton Keller, the only knock on him, he's just got to get stronger on the puck. He's got all the talent in the world. He just has to get stronger in the puck. And once he gets that, you know, if he's able to do that and put those pounds on with his core and his lower legs, then watch out. Like he'll be he'll be a force to reckon with, you know. Still young, so there's potential for that to happen. But Cole Caulfield, the way he's built, he looks like a little brick house, right? <laughs> so, you know, he can be the next Gallagher out there that, you know, with, you know, better hands, you know, and better vision to pass the buck. No, not that one of my favorite players, Gallagher, by the way. Guy that just doesn't stop and has more heart than, you know, combined NHL teams all together. So, um, so yeah, man, let's jump on over to this, uh, this Swedish league, my friend. Yeah, so uh, Steve and I are going to review a Swedish Hockey League game, uh, Jew Garden versus Brynäs, and uh, this is, again, uh, Wisconsin-Penn State NCAA. If you guys drop a little bit better highlights, uh, <laughs> we'd review some more games. But uh, we're going to jump over to Sweden, check out an SHL game here. And, yeah, so Steve and I watched the highlights for this game. Quick shout-out to Montas Amales of Jew Garden. I mean, they played really damn good. And yeah, let's let's talk about this game a little bit here, Steve. We we checked it out. It was fun hockey. Honestly, I love watching the SHL. Well, yeah, there's 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 good like there's good playmaking, there's good passing, a lot of open ice, right? So it was entertaining. The uh, you know, in goaltending back and forth, uh, <laughs> except there was a lot of uh, more fourth in the, towards the end of the first period. Uh, what was it? Three goals in in, in how much? No, it was time? three goals in the last fifty-seven seconds of the first period, and a goal so, that a goal that literally went in with, you know, just fractions of a second on the clock. Um, literally, and they had to review it, and it was it was it was held up. But uh, we'll actually everyone as well. We'll put the link to this this game and these highlights if you want to go check out the SHL and show some support there go ahead and check it out uh it was a fun it was a fun game to watch the highlights of yeah so the 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 team for brinas is that how i say it i think it's brinas yeah i mean anybody who was a massive swedish hockey league fan please tune in uh chime in let us know are we slaughtering these swedish names probably but the brinas goalie if we're going to go with that pronunciation i i always as a goaltender have an issue with the goalies that hold their glove out in front of their body I, I don't understand this. Like, I was always taught right to the side of your body, right? And then you, that way you can follow. Like, if you're holding it out front, I guess a bit, but as long as you're tracking the puck and following it into your glove, right? Just to me, it always seemed if I had it too far out in front of me, it slowed my reaction time. Like, the only time I would ever want to do that and have my glove out forward is if I'm down on the ice, right? And there's yes. a shooter in close, and I don't want to give him the opportunity to elevate it too high, right? To knock right. down an angle, but where I, I watched him on the second goal, I went, "Dude, you whiffed because your glove is way out there." You know, yeah, and if and anyone it, can ask Lynn who Brynäs' goalie is, because I, I've gone on every form I could at this point, I can't figure out who number fifty nine is, and I've gone to Elite Prospects. If anybody can let us know who fifty nine is, I think that name ends in if or kif or fick. Something I can't I I don't see him on the roster, man. Yeah. I don't your garden goalie though, that stick save early on was impressive. The old it's, desperation paddle down, nice move. Are we talking nice. Armalas? Yeah, nice yeah, save. Garden's goal, yeah. Uh Mantis Armalas, yeah, dude. That was a sick save. That was actually super similar to the save for Colgate goalie just earlier in the week. It was a Kale, right? Kale Osborne. 
Yeah. 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 It was exactly. a really yeah. similar save. Yeah. Exactly it. And you know, credit to both goalies for getting that paddle down. And again, you know what I was going to say to the shooter, though, right? You want that goal elevated. Don't yep. take the lower half the net for granted because we keep seeing it time and time again, right? The ah. goalies will do whatever we need to do. Like, hell, like, you saw Rotha with the Scorpion the one time, right? Like, they did elevate it, but mm-hmm. if their goalie's down on his back like that, try to put it somewhere where they can't kick a pad up or do something. Like, I'm trying to think of the goalie who did that, did the, I think it was, was it Vasilevsky, the one who stuck the leg backwards? And, and it was Price, because he does crazy crap like that, too. I seen Pekka. I seen Pekka do that thing where he's dropped down and that, stay, that, st- that leg comes up, and I'm like, damn. Oh, yeah, there's that, but I'm, I'm, talking, that about, I'm talking about, like, the reverse save, right, where... Yeah. The goalie's caught, and instead of you, they can't push right because they're off balance. So they stick their leg, the the backside of the leg that has no padding out to make the save, right? And that one's always because I've taken a puck in the back of the leg, and that hurts like fucking hell. So every time they do it, I'm like, oh, I've, I've done that it. during uh, practice sessions when you have a rookie on the team and they think that they can shoot on the goalie when his back is turned. That's how I beat the crap out of people sometimes. So, yeah. but yeah, those are also. Um, so I'm saying as a goalie, the thing is why we, we're actually valuable when we're talking about scoring on other goalies, right, is it's just, you know, we can watch for bad habits. We can, you know, we can see, you know, their style of play. But then we can always tell you when you get that open cage, you know, where to shoot, you know, because you don't really have a chance, right? Yeah. So, you know, again, going back to the, you know, the tuck and the huge save by your goalie Holpe, Awesome save because that's a massive, massive save. But Tuck's got to bury that, right? That's why you're paid the money. You're paid to bury that. Well, so hope he was better. <laughs> well, that's the truth. If Tuck was better, he would have scored. Well, it's, it's true. Hope he, hope he was better in that play. That's what happened. So, again, nothing, nothing against goalies because I'm a goalie and I always love making those saves. But then I would just crack up, you know, uh, when I would afterwards going, uh, you know. Dude, I've, so. made, I've made saves with my with my skate blade, all right? <laughs> We're goalies. We'll find a way. Uh, but honestly, like Linus Anderson scored uh, two goals. And he was two, he scored two of those goals in that minute. With I think Nicholas Bergforce scored the middle goal. So I think Linus Anderson scored like goal one and goal three. Like goal, fi- goal with 57 seconds left and goal with like .01 seconds left. And I think Bergforce scored the one with like 44 seconds left for uh, Jugarden there. Yeah, I think, <laughs> dude, that was that last 57 seconds of that first period literally sealed the fate for Brynäs. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they, they were done after that, right? Um, it's hard to come back from that. And, you know, that wasn't just goaltending, by the way. The, you know, no, the first, that was a whole team failure. That was, that was just that was collapsing in a minute. And that's also, Coach, call your timeout. So just that second goal is in, call the timeout. I know there's not very much time left in the game. That third goal doesn't happen, then you're in much better shape. Like I said, the second goal, I didn't like the rebound the goalie gave up on it, right? But again, the defenseman didn't block out the guy planted in front. And by the way, these were all power play goals, so it must have been a high sticking call or something along those lines to drive that home. But um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's hard to come back because that's even just one goal, one stinking goal in the last minute could be de- or the beginning of the period can be demoralizing, right? Oh, it's demoralizing in NHL 21, man. When I'm like, <laughs> I played a damn good period and I've kept, you know, I stood on my head in, in real hockey too, but right now I can't play real hockey because of COVID. But when I'm standing on my head and with 12 seconds left, I let in a stupid goal, NHL 21. 
I can blame it on 20, NHL 08. Honestly, I started playing the NHL game in NHL 08. It's the same. I don't know who does the little algorithm or that little techie stuff for these NHL games. But And I can promise you, NHL 21 EA Sports, if you guys are listening, goalies do not become incompetent with 60 seconds left in the period. I swear to God, it's not a real thing. I don't know where you guys came up with it, but from NHL 08 to NHL 21, I start to cringe in the last 60 seconds of a period. Because at that point, I'm going to let some, especially if it's a third period and I have a shutout happening, and it's like six six seconds left, it could be a shot from the blue line. Somehow I'm going to let that in. I don't know how, but NHL 21, figure it out for NHL 22. When Seattle comes into the league, this should be this should be done. It's over. Stop with the goalies are incompetent in the last 60 seconds. And anybody listening to this, if you agree with me, if you play goalie mode as intently as I do, t- chime in here. How incompetent is goalie mode with 60 seconds left in a period? Thanks, everyone, again for listening. This is Pigeonhole Hockey. Definitely give us a follow on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let us know what you thought of this podcast. Give us something to look into. Maybe, you know, otherwise, I'm just going to keep picking games, whether that's uh, NCAA Women's Hockey or Swedish Hockey League games. You know, hey, if you want me to review your USPHL game and, and, you know, how you did there, let us know in the comments. We're more than interested in following any of these hockey games, any of these hockey leagues. And, you know, finding some interesting uh, content to deliver to the audience here. So, hey, this is uh, Pigeon Hockey. This is Chris and Steve. Have a great one, hockey fans. And we'll catch you next time.